Hey guys, welcome to podcast episode number 17 on the podcast Positive Impact with Andrew Schultz. I'm your host, Andrew Schultz. And today I have um, two of my good friends. Um, um, you know, the podcast, I started the podcast because of I wanted to amplify the message of people who are doing rad shit, having a positive impact in the community. And my guests this week are excelling at bringing a positive impact to communities here in Scottsdale and other places. And uh, my guests today are Marnie Wolf and Joe Costa. Thank you guys for showing up on the podcast. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you for having us. Glad to be here. So, number 17. Love number 17. 17. So the question that's been on my mind since the day I met you guys that I've been dying to ask. You guys live together. You work together. <laughs> How the hell do you guys get along so well? It's a very unique situation. It really is. It's unlike anything you can ever draw up in a, on, a, on a chalkboard. It just kind of works. I think we're very similar. We, uh, we're, we're really not drama-oriented people, so that allows us to get along seamlessly. And we just kind of connect with each other in a way that's so unique. I mean, it's super special because we don't get tired of each other. We had some uh, challenges in our previous marriages. And I think from that experience has led us to really appreciate each other and, and just get along. Cause you know, I'm, I'm at a point in my life. I can't, uh, I can't, you know, stomach and, and manage the drama and not, you know, pinpointing this on anyone. I'm just saying in general. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we definitely have something very special and we, really appreciate each other and we tell each other all the time you know that we how much we appreciate each other and we don't take we don't you know take each other for granted and we do we just our personalities really we're like honestly we are like the best of friends and you know it's kind of unique because most men would say you know you can't open up to a woman you know they, you have this shield on you have to walk around with a certain shield the code of honor as a guy so all that is completely thrown out with Marty. I mean, I literally, I shed tears. I, she knows exactly what I'm feeling. I don't hold back. And to me, that's what also makes it special in me because it's very hard to find someone where you can connect on that level. And the same for her. She can tell me anything. It's almost like if you don't tell me, I'm going to be annoyed, right? So we've gotten into this routine, but we don't have to ask each other. It's just, I'll share it. I'll say, okay, right now I'm annoyed. You know, whatever the case might be, I'll just let it out. So it just, it works. And I'm so appreciative to have someone like Marnie in my life because it, it, you know, again, it's not the everyday situation. It's very unique in a special way. And that's why you guys are here. That's why I'm here. First off, I'm in their beautiful home in Carmel Valley. So thank you for welcoming me in your home. Of course. Um, the reason I wanted to have you guys on, first and foremost, before anything else, nothing else matters about, um, the most important things in our life are relationships and love and family. And so you guys exude that. And I've known so many other people from all walks of life. And I've never met two people who have a more beautiful relationship, who get along so well, who never fight, who never disrespect each other, who always pull each other up and lift each other up. And I just want to acknowledge and honor both of you guys because it's something that so many other people notice and you guys truly lead by example. You be by example. You do by example. And that's, if nothing else, the most important thing um, that we can talk about. Just no, that your relationship that you guys have mm -hmm. with each other. That's great Thank for you. bringing yes. that up. I mean, it's something we really don't talk much about in terms of how great it is because we just appreciate mm -hmm. it and just 
it's just a very natural experience with each other. So it's it's nice to every once in a while get asked that question. Yeah. I'd be able to, to say what we just said. So that was pretty cool. So if you had to boil it down with communication. Yes. Is that the most important thing? I yes. my relationship. They're all there's so many important characteristics to having a solid relationship. But to make, you know, to build the foundation, it starts with trust and communication. Okay. And, and respect. Strip, stri- and, well, respect yeah. too, but the, the trust and communication is part of the respect portion to it. Because if you don't have that two pieces, then the respect is really fake. So to make it real with a solid foundation, you know, from my perspective, it's having those two important qualities, which we have. And it's effortlessly. It's like we just go about our business and share what's on our minds and well, and, and I want to say, I think for me, I feel very, very lucky because, you know, I, I think that most men are not quite as communicative as Joe is. He's very communicative, which is I'm there. I'm so lucky to have that because, you know, he's he's like my everything. He's my girlfriend. He's my boyfriend. He's my, you know, he's just everything. And so I can say anything to him um, and he like you said, he lets me know how he feels. I mean, we just have a really good. And we have some fun with it too. You know, there's certain days I wake up and you know, I'm just cranky for whatever the reasons might be. And so she might be cranky. So I'm like, well, only one of us can be cranky. So I, say, I, I, can't, I can't be cranky. So you want to go I'll, or I'll go. I'll, okay. And then just support me. How you can support me is by you not getting cranky. Stay on top. That's it. I mean, it's simple oh, stuff like that. It's, it's really. Uh, you know, but I've learned a lot. Uh, I don't know if I'll go on a tangent on this, but I, uh, years ago, uh, I took, when I was very young, a young age, I was 23 years old, I took a, uh, uh, a seminar called the Sterling Institute of Relationships. And since that time period, there's been a ton of stuff that's come out, you know, retreats today are very common, as we know. But back then, you know, there was uh, Life Spring, there was, uh, um, can't think of the other one, there's a couple of these particular workshops, seminars, whatever you want to call them. So I did one called the Sterling Institute of Relationships. There's a men's weekend and a woman's weekend. So exactly what it sounds is men that go away in their weekend. When, and they run these weekends every six to 12 months, depending on your area. So it's based out of Oakland. Mm-hmm. I'm living in Manhattan at the time. So I signed up for this men's weekend at a young age, like I said. And my cousin, who's about five years older than me, was my chiropractor and he said, Hey, I'm doing this weekend. Uh, I remember the dates. It was actually February of 1993. And I'm going to let you know how it is. Cause we were kind of very close with each other. And I said, all right, well, that's cool. So he comes back from the weekend. He's like, you're doing the weekend. And I said, okay, it was, why is it that amazing? It was in that inspiring. And he said, yes, you ha- you're doing this weekend. Just so you know, I said, all right, well, what's it entail? Said, well, we got to sign you up, and there's a process to sign you up. And the next weekend is July of 1993, that summer. I'm like, oh, okay, great. His name's Roger. I'm like, Roger, that's great. I'll do the weekend. Uh, Sounds good. So I go to the open house event, and it's, you know, all guys, guys that have graduated from the weekend, guys that are part of men's teams because they form men's Mm -hmm. teams, divisions of men's teams and divisions of women's teams. We do, like, they do a lot of – charitable work, you know, together collectively. So it's really cool. So I was grilled. I mean, I didn't realize the process. I kind of walked in blindfold. I just trusted, trusted mm-hmm. the process. process. 
and we trust more that we trust first and then we after we get burned we won't trust you and that's the type of people we are so i walk in and i get i sit down in front of like three guys and i literally like okay write down three things you want to change about yourself so i i write down you know three basic things and they just drilled me like that's not good enough so the process of signing up was grueling it took me like two hours plus to fill out three things I want to change about myself. I wasn't connected at that point. I was somewhat connected, but you know, I, I just wasn't dialed in. So I finally get through the process. I pay a deposit. It was like $500. I paid half of that and it was all good. And the weekend was July. So this open house happened to be in March. So I had plenty of time. I had plenty of time to get out of it. Mm. So I signed up, deposit, made sure I knew, understood the deposit, if I can get it back. And there were no cell phones back there. So I remember, I mean, this was like yesterday. I'm leaving the, I'm in the Hamptons for the summer, the summer share, and I'm coming home Sunday night. I said to myself, the first call I'm going to make when I get back to my apartment in the city is calling Roger. I'm not going to do this week. I'm not really in the mood, I'm like convincing myself. So I called Roger when I get back, and he lived, you know, six blocks from me. And he said, uh, are you home? I go, yeah. He goes, okay, I'm coming by. So he comes to my apartment. And you know, I let him up at that point with the doorman. I bring that up for a reason. And he's like, you know, I want to talk to you. What's going on? You know, what's happening? I mean, you signed up for this week in March. It's now, I mean, really? And I'm like, Roger, you know what? It's I'm just, it's not there. Yeah, you know, I'll do the next one. It's all good. Don't worry about it. I'm, he's like, no, 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 no. You're doing this weekend. I'm like, uh, actually, I'm not doing this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so we started to butt heads. And that was the end of it. He's like, oh, you sleep on it, but you're doing the weekend. So I slept on it and I avoided him. And then finally Wednesday of that week, he came to my apartment and I let him up. He came at night and I let him up because I didn't realize it was about to happen. We we had words and he's a big guy. He's a wrestler, former wrestler. He wrestled like in high school and college or whatever, but he, he, <laughs> he wasn't letting me out of doing the weekend basically. So we just got into a wrestling match and he threw me against the wall and was very, very strange because it was, he was that adamant about me doing this weekend. He's like, you're doing the weekend. You're doing – I'm like, I'm not effing doing this weekend. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like fighting. Finally got a wrestling match. Cool heads, you know, prevail. We just both sat there. He left. And I just – I don't know. Something hit me. I'm like, why is this dude forcing me to do this weekend? Like, what's, what's up? What's in this weekend? Mm. But I was super scared. I mean, I – you know, first time ever – entering into a potential arena where mm-hmm. I didn't know what to expect, what it was going to look like. Cause you can't talk about what's in the weekend. That's yeah. the code. Yeah. So of course I had to be a little bit of a stop. So we, we had to, eventually I turned to, to my cousin and I said, fine, I'll do the weekend. I mean, I just, I gave in, I'll do the weekend. So that was Thursday. So Friday we had to cook a meal before going up. The weekend was actually, uh, was in Buffalo, New York in an armory. So we're in Manhattan so it's a nine-hour bus ride. So the snobby part of me came came up and said, Roger, I'm actually going to fly up. <laughs> so <laughs> all the dudes in the bus are bonding. So that was another escape, right? I was like, you know what? I'm a little hot shot. I'm going to fly up. So I flew up nice and fresh. I land there. The bus is coming up. You know, they're hours behind me. And I get up there and I, I share a room with the, uh, the men that are uh, – you know, working the event, they're working. So they're in the room too, helping out during the whole weekend. And they came, you know, I wound up staying in their uh, hotel room with a couple of other guys because I got up there early. Anyhow, 
The weekend starts. I bring my meal. I made like chicken cutlets, and it was unbelievable. The weekend was was so it was like a, a crack. It cracked me open. It was like nothing I've ever experienced. My my dad couldn't give me anything like this. I I, I was trying to figure out like my manhood, the code of honor. I had no mentor. So for me, it was just, it was an eye-opening thing. Plus at that time, I was super young in that weekend. Like the weekend consisted of men like, you know, late thirties, forties, fifties, you know, I'm 50 now, but 55 year old guy having marital problems is in that weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm this 23 year old free as a bird, you know, living in Manhattan. So uh, that to me defined me. And afterwards I got in the men's team and I became a men's captain and I just bought into it and I lived by a lot of that stuff. So I, and, and I know when I'm at my best and I know when I'm at my worst. So I think for our relationship, I bring this, this, you know, technology that I still carry around. Mm. And, uh, and like I said, I know when I'm at my worst, I can sit here and say to Marnie, I am absolutely down the dumps right now. I just need to, so, you know, I just I can recognize it. it's yeah. awareness. Yeah, yeah. That, the key is awareness. That's it. So that's my side story too. I feel other things that we kind of connect on. Um, and anyhow, I would love to have it do the women's weekend because I actually had someone do the women's weekend and it helped with our relationship that time. But the women's weekend's cool as well. I mean, they're both. No, I would great. like to do it at some point. And that was 25 years ago, right? It was a while ago. And so that's that's like something in your life that you look back on and was. It built the foundation of the man you are today. And yeah, see, one of the things that you, it was interesting, you know, the weekend just had so many great parts to it, but uh, you had to define yourself what kind of bullshit you are. Bullshit meaning what do you do that doesn't serve you? Mm. So I came, I, you know, on the spot, I came up with it. It's a stuck, and everyone called me on it. it. Was I'm a Dodge and Weaver bullshitter. You know, I'll be like, I'll be like okay, what's up, man? Like, you Dodge know, Weaver, Dodge, Dodge Weaver. But I've since cleaned that up. Uh, obviously, I'm more just like, okay, throw it at me so I can start figuring out a solution. You know, and that was the other thing too, becoming, uh-huh. and I think Marnie and I both really focus on this a lot. And I think I've helped you in this regard too, being more solution oriented, less problem oriented. You know, you get problems every day, you just got to figure out the solution. You only have a certain amount of energy, you just got to focus on the solution, right? So that's it. And Dodge and Weaver, you know, that's something I can relate to because you guys know my past it's that I dodged and weaved and bobbed and stuffed and repressed. And, you know, I didn't, I can relate because I didn't want to, I didn't want to face the facts. I didn't want to deal with the emotions. I'd rather just drink and drug to run away from those problems because when I went back to my childhood, I just never learned the skills necessary to deal with the things that happened. And so I'm glad you talk, especially being a man nowadays, you know, that, um, the masculinity people kind of hide behind a mask of masculinity and that vulnerability. I think that's why I know that's why you and I connected right when we met because of that vulnerability and everything you're talking about and having a real conversation, which is why I started this podcast is just to have real conversations of things that matter. Yeah. Yeah. That that gets great. This is a great opportunity to voice all that stuff and, you know, make people aware that, uh, yeah, being, there was another expression, being the man you always wanted to be is, and it's different for every guy, right? But there's certain things that you, skill set of being a man, if you truly are buying into the concept of being a man, it's not the tough image. Mm-hmm. It's actually showing vulnerability. It's actually, you know, bleeding. I, I do bleed. I, you know, mm-hmm. I actually do bleed. It's not saying, hey, I'm good. I'm, you know, and, and you can't talk to me about problems. So that's, that's not what it's about. It's about listening and 
and you know, Supporting utilizing your testosterone, health. especially when it comes to women and helping picking up the other side that the woman doesn't have. And even guy relationships, the same thing. It's and and there's a lot of guys that are uncomfortable with it. I had to dial it down, which I have extremely dialed down, but I used to enjoy. That sounds sick saying this, but I used to enjoy calling men on their bullshit, mm. right? So, you know, I'm asking you a question and you're just not coming clean. I'm like, all right, dude, really, what's up? And a lot of guys don't like that. Mm. They start to see Joe walk into the room. Like, oh, he's going to call me on my bullshit and run in the corner. Well, I was, yeah, at that point, I'm not done. I'm like, no, a tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I was like a tank. I'm like coming towards him like this. So I had to really dial it down. I had a good friend of mine say, Dude, I know the weekend was great, but uh, I mean, you're just, you know, you're like on fire. I'm like, great. I want you to sign up for the weekend. He wound up signing up for the weekend and he did the weekend. He came out, he was the same way. But, you know, now it's it's been a point where you realize you can't, you just have to observe and mm. you, you can't give away all your wisdom. And the wisdom I have isn't the wisdom I develop, it's, it's given to me, the gold, as I like to say. And that you can't waste it on everyone. Otherwise, you exhaust yourself. So you, you pick and choose, and that's what I do. So today I'm much wiser. I, I'll listen. And just say, all right, well, great. You know, if I was back in the day, I'd call that guy in his bullshit. <laughs> you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. But I dialed it down dramatically. So I'm glad we're talking about this because one of the things I love when I meet people and when I get people on the show is I ask, you know, what's had what is a person or something that's had a huge impact on your life. And so I'm glad you told us about that weekend with you, Joe. And for Marnie, I know you, uh, your father was a huge impact on your life. Can yes. you talk about that? Sure. <laughs> the impact he's had, he had on your life and just some perspective. So the audience can appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so my dad was amazing. Um, very hard worker came from, you know, came from a, very poor family in Brooklyn and um, went to, you know, went to college, um, put himself through medical school um, and became a doctor and um, was very, a very successful doctor. Um, We moved from, so ironically, Joe and I, even though we met in San Diego, that's another part of why we connect so well is we have a lot of, you know, similarity in our backgrounds Mm. and, um, my mom and Joe's dad and mom all went to the same high school together in Brooklyn. Mm. So, you know, it just kind of, yeah, yeah, it comes full cool. circle, but, um, yeah. So my dad was, you know, he was just always a rock and always, you know, there for me. And, um, he loved, he's all about family. Mm. That was a huge, I mean, that was really who my, what my dad was about family, just loved his family, loved going on trips with his family. Um, but we also had some, you know, rough times. My dad, um, was an alcoholic and not, not so much when I don't really remember him being a full on alcoholic when I was younger. It kind of came out later when I was more in my twenties and, um, you know, we definitely had some rough times, but, you know, I got to see a man who was an amazing physician, also have a really dark side. And um, he just, I just feel very grateful for having my dad. He, um, he gave me so much, you know, he, you know, he definitely gave us nice material things, but just his strength and his wisdom and 
um, his, you know, his love for his family and he loved helping other people, um, you know, being a doctor and also just, I mean, would definitely help the people that were down on their luck. And, um, he was just very loyal. Um, when he, I mean, when he had a friend or, you know, he just was extremely loyal. Um, and so, yeah, he, I mean, he's a huge part of who I am today. And, you know, he, I think he would be really proud. Um, he was always into, you know, exercise and, um, I think he'd be really proud of, you know, what I've done. Mm. And, um, he always used to say to me, it was funny because <laughs> I, I was a teacher. I was real estate. I sold, um, a lot of shit. yeah, I've done sales. I've sold clothing lines and he'd always say like, okay, you, you've got this degree and you have this, you know, license. And I think he would be really, you know, I'm proud of me today. So, and I'm glad you brought up the family and the fitness piece because what, it kind of evolves into what you guys are doing now with meditative vibes. And that's how I met you guys back in uh, October or November when um, I was introduced to you by Sarah, a mutual friend, and I got to join the meditative vibes family. So let's first off tell the audience, what is meditative vibes? So meditative vibes is a, I guess the best way to describe it without going to the mission statement, it's an event fitness company that we gear it around uh, our wireless headphone technology. So all of our classes and dance classes as well are with the wireless headphones, which create a very unique experience for the attendee. So it's bringing people together, which is not an uncommon thing to do today. But when you add like the headphone component, it just brings it to another level, it kind of makes it more uh, you know, it's it's more intimate, it, you know, disconnect to reconnect mm-hmm. as we talk about. It allows an attendee to really experience something pretty cool. And so Meditative Vibes was formed by us to kind of bring together the community, uh, the, certainly the wellness and yoga community, but anyone for that matter, and have them experience this amazing, you know, unique experience with the headphones. So that's that's. That, and that, I bring up the headphones because that's the base, the foundation to meditative vibes. Aside from building the community. Yep. And so I was, I've been fortunate that I've taught a couple of classes at the Carmel Valley Rec Center, the Del Mar uh, Plaza overlooking the ocean. And so for me, being a teacher and a student as teaching with the headphones on and as student listening and doing a yoga flow with the headphones on, um, it's just a unique experience that I've never um I've never experienced before. And just there's something about the headphones being piped in and it touches you at a cellular level. And when you're moving your, when I'm moving my body in a yoga flow, you know, it's a mindful meditation, but there's something more powerful when there's that succinct music that allows me to go with my body, that mindful meditation and all these emotions that come up for me. um, I think I've cried every time I've taken class as a student um, because it just hits me at a cellular level. And I know other people experience that same emotion because it's so raw and it just touches people on a deeper level. Um, And that's why I love teaching it too, because I can see the emotion and there's the shift when I'm speaking and with the music and it shuts everything else off. Like the world around us, it's still there, but we're just, we're on our mats in a community, but individuals, but together. 
I think you just put it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. Like, just, it's. Because basically you could be doing this with, let's say, a thousand people. So you have that community feel. Everyone's all around you. But yet when you have the headphones on and the, the instructor and the music is in your ears, it's like you shut everyone else out and you really are mm. focusing on yourself and your practice. Mm. And and it's, and it's very common, you know, you just brought up those emotions. It's very common if you truly allow yourself to experience the headphones in the class because things will come up for you, whether it's a happy emotion, a sad emotion, whatever it might be, it's, it allows you to let it out and just, just, connect after because after you let it out you feel like you've accomplished something mm -hmm. internally and it allows you to connect further after you are done with the class and you go on with your day-to-day -day life and i think as i hear you say that it makes a lot more sense as i'm listening because you know every time we step on our mat just for the yoga piece we have an opportunity to heal something in our body because whether it's a negative emotion that we absorb or a feeling that we take on that's not ours, a burden that we carry that shouldn't be ours or an unhealed emotional trauma from way back when we were a kid. We have an opportunity every time to heal something when we step on our mats. And I think that makes so much sense why it's so emotional because that opportunity to heal gets enhanced with the headphones on versus the distractions of if we don't have headphones on, I get distracted very easily when I'm in a class. Um, so it, it makes sense. And yeah. It just to, to, to be in it. Yes, absolutely. I think it's, that's how we fell in love with it. We took a class uh, in, we were going to uh, Vegas a lot for uh, our other project that we're working on. And someone told us about an event at the uh, Bread Rock Hotel mm -hmm. in Vegas. And it was this wireless headphone class. So we were there, we said, let's give it a shot. We actually did the class and both of us were crying at the mm. end of that class. I mean, literally the sun setting and the lights of everyone's headphones. And so that was the start of us, uh, you know, looking at this as a potential project and something we'd want to roll out in San Diego. We kind of tabled it for a little while. And then we, uh, this past spring, last spring, rolling into the summer of 18, we dusted off the idea and, we went for it and that's mm -hmm. when we formed meditative vibes and we, we purchased the equipment and we aligned ourselves with great instructors and great people like yourself. And that's where we're at right now. And we're doing a ton of events. We have an exciting event coming up with you at the end of the month in Lululemon. Yes. This, yes. Yes. It's going to be a lot of fun benefiting the Susan G. Komen foundation and just bringing awareness to the three day walk, which mm. is amazing. Um, yeah, so we're very excited. There's yeah. an event this weekend at the Del Mar Plaza on the 23rd. Yes, Correct. that's an event that's open to the public. Uh, it's going to be exciting. We're doing it with Kim Kelly Fit Studio and Yogi Sip and Shop and Meditative Vibes. And there's, uh, there's VIP packages that you can buy, which gets you Kim's class. She's going to do the first class, which is a free class. It's going to be followed by a meditative vibes class, which is a drop-in fee class of $25. And then you can shop around with the various vendors. It'll be a happy hour with Pacifica. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Kim's also offering, if you purchase the uh, VIP ticket, 
you get you know, raffle prizes, you get uh, mad space. space. Yeah, you get a nice, you know, package, nice little goodie bag, including a uh, opportunity to purchase thirty dollars for two week membership trial with Kim Kelly Fit Studio. So, so that's the cool thing about the VIP, and you know, we'll see. Uh, with Sarah Martin teaching our class, that's going to go off very well. And that's going to be we're gonna sunset. sunset. We're going to have it sunset. It's going to be four to seven this Saturday, the 23rd of the Del Mar Plaza Ocean View deck. Mm. Be a lot of fun. And Sarah's going to. So it's pretty, pretty cool. Pretty it's cool vibe. Amazing. Yeah, pretty cool vibe. Now that we're rolling into this time of the year too, you know, the weather, the, the, oh, yeah. the yeah. air feels a little warmer. Just, oh yeah. You smell the, the spring coming about. You see the butterflies. It's pretty cool. Be fun. It's not a bad. It, it's not a bad place to be on a Saturday oh night. Oh my gosh! We'll have the drone <laughs> flying around, taking drone footage. So it'll be, it'll be, it's going to be fun. And then uh, we're talking about doing a uh, hashtag Yoga Dudes event on April thirteenth. Try to get yeah. more guys in the headphones. My buddy Donnie Starkins coming out from Phoenix. So stay on the lookout for that. Um, one of the things that really drew me to you guys when we first started talking and wanted me to be a big part of this is. The fact that you guys give back with a lot of the events, you know, it's the Challenge Athletes Foundation, um, the fundraisers that you guys do. Why is that so important to have the giving back element in, in what you're doing? Well, I think it's for us, it's all about giving back. This is an opportunity for us to just put ourselves out there, create good energy uh, and bring people together to have, you know, get some of the energy that we're bringing on the fundraising piece. You know, it's extremely exciting for us to be involved in some of the projects that we've done. They allow us to just literally strip ourselves down, make it nothing about us. It's all mm -hmm. about what we're doing. And it's the type of vibe that we want to create. We want to create this type of energy and vibe. And we're not looking for anything in return, but hopefully it equates mm -hmm. to good things happening to us as well, right? Good happens with what we do. That's the add-on to it. But we're just trying to create a, a an opportunity to just give back. And that also helps us too, right? When you give, it helps you too, because it puts things in perspective. It allows you to look at things differently than when you're not a giving person. So, and Marty and I are extremely given. I mean, we give you a shirt off our backs. We're just built that way. Mm -hmm. We actually are more comfortable being that way than not. And that's a, another little unique characteristics that we have because most people don't have that. Mm -hmm. Right. I mentioned earlier, we trust before, you know, you give us a reason not to trust. There's a lot of people that will never say that. They'll be the other way. They'll yeah. say, ah, you got to wear my trust. But that's who we are. We want to, you know, we're going to pass our legacy on as people that have that characteristic. So, yeah. I mean, and yeah, like Joe said, we are both very giving people. I, I love to, you know, I'm always that person, you know, if you're buying pet food and they're like, donate to the dog chair, I, he knows I always donate to anything that, you know, anyone asks me to donate to, um, makes me feel really good. And to be able to do these events and know that we're, you know, bringing all these people together and just having this amazing experience and, um, giving back. Like, I, I just, it feels so good to, you know. And that's when, you know, my word of the year, 2019 is community. Um, and so, it's, it's so, you know, synchronicity, the universe, God, whatever your belief in the higher power is the law of attraction. We're, the three of us are sitting here because we all have the same uh, values and passions and purpose um, and community, what you guys are doing. I just want to acknowledge you and honor you guys again for what you've created with meditative vibes. 
um, bringing people together, leading by example, this context of the wireless headphones, you guys are being the change that you want to see in the world by what you started with meditative vibes. And I'm so honored to be a part of it. I'm honored uh, and grateful for the, your friendship and continued love and support. I'm looking for, um, I'm looking and excited to grow the brand and help be a big part of where we can take this in 2019 and beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for all you guys uh, listening, you can check out meditativevibes.net for more information. Email info at meditativevibes.net. Um, again, March 23rd, this Saturday, Del Mar Plaza, 4 to 7. And then March 31st, our Lululemon UTC event, where yours truly. I'm going to get a haircut before then. I'll be looking a lot better. I'm getting a haircut. You guys can't see me right now. It's a little shaggy. We're getting trimmed up before then. And then um, be on the lookout. Check out the website. Um, again, Joe, Marty, thank you for everything. Um, I'm grateful to have you in my life and thank you for taking the time and welcoming me into your home. Oh, well, thank you thank for you. coming and, and taking your time to uh, sit with us and learn have your audience learn a little bit more about us and what we're trying to do and the community we're trying to build. So that's nice. Thank you for that opportunity. All right, guys, be on the lookout. Meditative vibes coming at you. Have an awesome day. Peace.